Welcome to this Dharma If You Dare bonus episode. We hope you enjoyed today's soundbite from Doug Capel Duncan and Catherine Poisseret Sensei as they answer a question about how to balance staying absorbed in the bliss state during tantric deity practice while remaining attentive to the number of mantras recited. My question today is, what would be a way to balance the love or devotion while doing a practice towards the deity versus the goal of the number of chantings that need to be done? So how not to let that number take over the devotion element? Number of challenges? Number of chants to be done. So Mantras. Chants, oh, right. Oh, that's a good... Yeah, that's actually a really good question because everybody question. says, oh, I don't want to count, I don't want to count, I don't want to count. That's a great question. But uh, counting is a form of mantra. One, <laughs> two, three is love, four is love, five is love. So it's just a discrimination in your mind that counting is somehow analytical and not good. And, oh, money, baby, hung is all feeling. Feeling and thinking are opposite on the scale but they're actually the same function from the point of view of emptiness. They're opposites on, what is that, the Myers-Briggs scale, the the Jungian Jungian scale, and then intuition and sensing would be other set of opposites. Thank you for raising that question because many people say a lot of mantras and don't count them. And in addition to what Doug Sensei is saying, it's also really important to help our right and left sides of the brain be balanced. One, to be balanced, and two, to be communicating with each other well. So we want to be able to cultivate the devotion, the bliss, and also count at the same time. And it it is challenging, and it is kind of more fun to let go of the bliss. But bliss is just kind of sloppy. It's like a giant dog that's slobbering all over you, right, (laughs) without the counting. Okay, it's the counting that sort of makes it not so messy. Bliss and insight can be co-arising, but most people have an attachment to one or the other. So they have an attachment to the bliss, thinking that counting is going to interfere with it, or they have an attachment to the insight, the counting, because it's a little scary. So both positions are imbalanced. And if we can have both imbalanced, that's just an amazing vehicle. Would you advise then if, let's say, the love is kind of disappearing because number is coming in the forefront, so I need to count and I need to be devotional to the deity, how to balance that or how to integrate those two opposites? The intention does it by itself. Yeah, just just the practice of doing it. And you'll always be going back back and and forth, forth. right? Oh, too much on the number side. Oh, too much on the bliss side. Mm -hmm. But then you get like a... Metronome. The amazing thing about it is intention runs everything. Mm-hmm. So who awakens? People who intend to. But it's because it's such Woo! a <laughs> because it's such a big thing, awakening, it requires big intention. Yeah. And the intention for awakening, in order for it to happen for 99% of the population, demands that it's the number one intention. So it's why we always talk about putting the horse in front of the cart. You can awaken and do other things, but it's very hard to do other things and awaken. So you, if by putting the awakening first, other things can fall into place. 
But if you're busy putting everything else into place, the awakening is always kind of recedes into the background because of the nature of the energy. The energy for awakening is so huge. It's like the maximum energy that a human can manifest. So it requires, it's like the high jump. If you're going for the Olympic gold, you want to be at the top of your game. And then if you, if you get bronze or silver, that's still good. But if you go for bronze and silver, you might only get fifth or sixth or something. You got to be part American to awaken, I think. You heard it here. <laughs> Sorry. We hope you enjoyed today's soundbite. If you're looking to incorporate more activities into your life to support contemplation and introspection, I recommend our weekly reflection series called 52 Reflections. Sign up for free, and once a week, you'll receive a short passage and follow-up prompt that you can use to frame your day, your week, or a meditation session. You can learn more and sign up for free by visiting planetdharma.com 52reflections. See you next time, and may all our efforts benefit all beings.